Hello and welcome to Yudcast, episode 84. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again recording live in the Sound Lab here at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. It is lovely, truly lovely to be with you here this morning. Um, I am going to read uh, a poem. We like to start with poems, as you all know. Um, and I'm actually uh, going to... I, I kind of want to read this whole poem, but I don't think so. It's a little bit longer than I want to uh, read here today. It's um, one of my favorite poems of all time, uh, The Idea of Order at Key West by Wallace Stevens. Uh, Wallace Stevens was one of the great American modernist poets uh, in the first half of the 20th century. Um, and um, this, I think, is uh, uh, his greatest his greatest piece. Um, so I'm going to read actually the beginning, the first stanza, and then the last two stanzas. She sang beyond the genius of the sea. The water never formed to mind or voice, like a body holy body fluttering its empty sleeves. And yet its mimic motion made constant cry, caused constantly a cry that was not ours, although we understood inhuman of the veritable ocean. Ramon Fernandez, tell me if you know why when the singing ended and we turned toward the town, tell why the glassy lights, the lights of the fishing boats at anchor there, as the night descended tilting in the air, mastered the night and portioned out the sea, fixing emblazoned zones and fiery poles, arranging, deepening, enchanting night. O oh, blessed rage for order, pale Ramon, the maker's rage to order words of the sea, words of the fragrant portals dimly starred, and of ourselves and of our origins, in ghostlier demarcations, keener sounds. Uh, you know, it's funny, reading the beginning and the end, uh, you, you sort of, it, it notes when the singing ended, but the whole middle part of that poem is about this woman singing and whether the song she sings is her own or is somehow an articulation um, of the sounds of the ocean or the uh, the scene that she is seeing there as she walks by the ocean. Um, and, you know, this poem is at its core a, a meditation on the question of, um, of art and creativity and... Um, where that springs from, um, to what extent we are uh, we are makers who can order the world around us, and to what extent we are conduits um, for uh, the world, um, and and just sort of uh, uh, almost as though if we were like a radio station, just you know tuning in um, to the voice of the world around us. Um, it's a deeply spiritual poem, although I don't think Wallace Stevens uh, w identified um, with a particular spiritual tradition. Uh, but it, it also asks questions there at the end about uh, about order, right? And and to what extent 
um, art and beauty exist in the in the context of order and how much of it is about a fuzziness of order, right? And it, it ends with that beautiful phrase that actually is currently sitting up on my whiteboard in my office as a point of inspiration, uh, in ghostlier demarcations, keener sounds. Um, and so it, it seems to end with a suggestion that um, uh, you know, letting the, the the borders and edges of things fuzz a little bit um, actually produces a more uh, a more beautiful experience, which um, is interesting and certainly resonates with certain experiences in my life. Um, I, anyway, that poem has just been much on my mind lately, and so I wanted to share it here. Um, the it's been a fun week here at Brandeis. Uh, Hanukkah is always a, a fun time of year. Um, and I would say the the highlight of the Hanukkah calendar at the Brandeis School of San Francisco is um, our preschool Hanukkah party where we invite um, close to 200 preschool students um, here to school. Uh, and we have a big celebration um that our middle schoolers plan for them. And, and uh, yesterday, you know, it was this, so this um, event happened yesterday and it was a rainy day here in San Francisco. And, you know, there's just something about rain gear on preschoolers that is so redolent of childhood. Um, you know, yesterday Brandeis was overtaken by tiny galoshes and yellow raincoats as the couple hundred little people who were dry behind those layers of rubber trooped into our school for a date with our middle schoolers. And seeing all those bright boots and flushed cheeks took me back immediately to my own memories of jumping in puddles on Spalding Avenue in Berkeley, which is uh, the street we lived on um, with my dad when uh, after my parents were divorced in the early 80s. And I just remember that street and being in galoshes and there were, you know, it was one of those old craggy Berkeley sidewalks with, uh, you know, lots of um, tree roots uh, sculpting the landscape, which led to lots of space for puddles. And I remember jumping in those puddles and just feeling invincible, even as the water leapt to all the permeable cottons and invariably left me soaked despite the galoshes. And certainly it was the vulnerable side of childhood that I saw as those little people arrived wide-eyed into our gym yesterday, peering dazed into a sea of friendly middle school faces, looking for their assigned lion or turtle or giraffe groups, and eventually finding that one student who had sent them a handwritten note at home. I've heard so many stories about those notes over the years. The child who gets into Brandeis and exclaims, Mommy, I'm going to Max's school! Uh, referencing the student who uh, who wrote to them. And again, yesterday I was chatting in the back uh, with a dad who described reading the note to his daughter as calming her nervousness because her mother was not going to be able to be there with her that morning. We welcomed all those little people to Brandeis by sharing some of what binds this community of learners, singing songs, dancing, curious tinkering and exploration, and of course, eating delicious and occasionally fried food. But the image that will stick with me, and I expect the one that will stick with many of those preschoolers, is seeing so many of them cuddled on the laps of their middle school buddies, snuggling up as they listened to stories being told. Those kinds of human connections are so important. 
for all of us at any stage, and especially for our growing young people, both the lap sitters and the lap providers. I can only imagine how good it felt for those little ones on such a cold, cold, wet day to be welcomed with such smiling warmth. And I wish all of you a similar smiling warmth and warm connections this weekend, my friends. Uh, Shabbat Shalom to any of you listening on Shabbat. Hag Sameach. Enjoy Hanukkah and the many celebrations that come with it.